the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. You know what? Here's what Satan says to you, to, to we married couples. You're having a problem. The enemy says, stand alone. You don't need nobody. They don't need to know what's going on in your life. You, you're the president of this, or you're the coordinator of this, or you're, you're the director of this. Uh, you're the preacher, or you're the deacon, or you're the counselor yourself. Uh, you, you got a reputation in the church. Everybody look up to you. You can't have a problem. What you mean you can't have a problem? There's only two kinds of problems, you know. Those who talk about them and those who ignore them. But you still got them. <laughs> Stop playing games with yourself. You're too old to be playing games. It's too late in the evening. Oh, God, I ain't seen all that last week. God just add that in. Now, let's get the new, new insights. Number seven. Oh, wait, there's no number seven. Now I don't know where I am. I, I stopped saying numbers. Just right. That's right. Just right. The power is not in the number. It's in the principle. Okay. Get out of financial debt and stay out. Now, God's going to let me park right here, and this is going to be the, the rest of my sermon. Get out of financial debt and what? Y'all said that we. And what? You said it like you mean it. Say, say what? What? Romans 13, 8. Turn there if you will. I want everybody with a Bible to turn to Romans 13, 8. How many of y'all want to have a Merry Christmas? I'm going to show you in this message how you can have a Merry Christmas and a prosperous new year. Get, get out of financial debt and what? Romans 13, 8a says, oh, no, your, your translation may say, no man, but I like no one anything except to what? Love one another. All you owe, should owe me is your love. All I should owe you is my love. Nothing you can do to me should stop me from loving you. I ought to love my spouse when she's right and when she's wrong. You ought to love your spouse, wives, when he's right and when he's wrong. That nothing ought to turn off your love. You know, and, and to love a person is an act of your will. I can't love him no more. Well, you can't, but through God, you can. You love him once, you can love him again. Just say you don't want to love him. I'm talking to somebody in here. Yeah, you can do what you want to do. Just say, I don't want to do it. 
Now, now, oh, no. In other words, we ought not be living in debt. We ought not be living in debt. The number one, I'm, this, what was the title of this message? What is, the, what is the title of this message? The Divorce Pandemic. Say it a little bit louder. A little bit louder. One more time. Listen, the number one reason for divorce is because of disputes about money. Okay? Number one, disputes about money. If your marriage is going to survive, you engage couples and married couples alike should certainly be in agreement regarding financial financial spending and lifestyle. If your marriage is going to survive, whether you're engaged to be married or whether you're already married, you should certainly be in agreement regarding financial spending and lifestyle. If you are not, wee, you headed for trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. And I believe you ought to talk about this before you get married. Not after the fact. An undisciplined spouse who can't control spending will drive you crazy. You think you got things kind of cleaned up and all of a sudden here's ten more thousand dollars you didn't know existed. And you ready to lay your religion down. <laughs> Y'all, it can get bad. And I, listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. And stop talking about prenuptial agreements. Prenuptial nothing. The Bible doesn't talk about that. You're going to set something in order just in case it doesn't work out. Listen, marriage is based on trust. If somebody loves their money more than you, you don't need them. Because when you get married, what's his is yours and yours is his. Huh? And it ought to be, listen, I tell you something. I believe in the principle of joint accounts. Joint. Are we married? You're one flesh. It's not for help. You got an account. She has an account. You got a saving. She got a saving. And she know what she got. You don't know what she got. And yet y'all love each other. And that listen, that's not true. I thought if, if you love me, you will trust me. I would marry somebody I couldn't trust. Look how quiet it's getting now. And some of y'all saying y'all don't need marriage counseling. Yes, you do. Because these things need to be talked through because you don't know what kind of thinking the person you're about to tie yourself into has. When you hate debt, you will run from it so that you won't be held captive by it. You will run from debt. Repeat after me. I I must hate debt. I must hate it. Run from it. How many of y'all hate snakes? Raise your hand. Okay, good. So, so when that snake, when you buy that snake, oh, come here, do a little snake. I'm going to name you Cutie. Oh, you want, you want a worm? 
you don't, you don't entertain that snake. You don't get close to that snake. I mean, you scream and holler and you run. And when you see that, ah, you ought to jump and run. That! You ought to feel it coming on that. That. Now, some of y'all quick to say divorce. If y'all said, if you scream debt like fire, you, you, you would be out of debt. Oh, 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 debt. Debt. That's the D word that you ought to be agreeing not to do, along with the other D word, divorce. The second D word is debt. Say debt. That's a D word. You ought to get out of that D word. Get out of the D zone. Now, let me give you the way out of debt. Now, some of y'all say, well, I'm not in debt and I'm doing pretty good. You Listen, you don't know what, listen. This message is for you and for you to share with others if you, know, if you got it all together. And, and I tell you something, I don't have my stuff all together that I can't hear nothing that I can't learn. I'm open to learning. And then the truth is worth repeating in order to keep me reminded of what I ought not be doing. So now let me give you some principles. And if you write these principles down and live by them, you're going to have a Merry Christmas. Okay, y'all ready? Let's go for it. Number one, the way out of debt. That's what this is called. This whole section now is the way out of debt. The way out of debt. Number one, the way out, repent and surrender your finances to the Lord. That's the first thing you do. You say, what? Yes. Repent and surrender your finances to the Lord. You say, why I got to repent? You made that mess. God didn't make that mess. That's why you repent. Now, you want God to bail you out, but God's not going to bail you out till you acknowledge that you made the mess. Lord, I made this mess. I'm in a mess, and I need your help to get me out. I repent, and I turn from that. I agree with you. I messed up. I sinned against you. And I need you now, Lord. Repent and put God in charge of his finances. They're not yours, they're his. Release control and let him have control. That's why you're in a mess or you're heading to mess. You've been in control. He's not Lord over your financial house. You've been in control and look at the mess you've made. Repent and surrender. Hey, God, I surrender. Here it is, and I'm going to acknowledge you for every decision, henceforth, now, and forevermore. Number two, the way out of debt, give 10% to God. See, you say, but I'm broke. Give 10% to God. I'll give 10 You say, why? How are you going to steal from God and ask him to bless you at the same time? How are you going to cheat the God you need to deliver you? And he says, can you trust me? I will open up windows of heaven, pour you our blessings, and you'll not have room enough to receive it. You say, but I, 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 I make, I make $10,000 a month now. What is, what's tithes off of 10000 Well, Y'all can't even say it. You, go, you know, man, $1,000. And you got to scrunch and scrunch. You're telling God he needs to reduce your salary to the level of your faith. If you make it, God has blessed you to make what you're making and you, you can't give at that level tithe-wise, then you're telling God through your action, God, reduce me back down to my level of faith. 
because I can't handle that. That's too much for me, and I can't give at that level, so demote me. (laughs) The Lord giveth, and the Lord, he does both. You say, there's no such thing. The, the, The widow gave all she had. No such thing being too poor to give. And you know what? I talk with pastor friends and, and those who have churches that are at other levels, at higher levels than ours as far as uh, numbers and, and giving and things. And they tell me all the time, Randall, let me tell you something, man. It ain't the people that make, it ain't the, it's not those people who got the big time jobs that keeping this church going. I'm talking about mega churches. He said, you know who keeping this church going? It's the people, it's the single parents, the blue-collar workers, it's, it's the people who, uh, it, it, uh, the, the, the people on fixed incomes, and so forth and so on. Because the more you make, it's a principle, it's sad, but the less you give. The more of God's grace you experience, the less you do for God. And I know you say, well, Pastor, I just never had it before. I, I, I just never had it before. I never, I, I, there was a time when I, I didn't have but one pair of shoes and I, 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 we, didn't eat, we didn't eat meat but once a week and all that. But listen, you got steak now. You got a freezer and then a freezer. Huh? Don't let me start, don't, don't let me go start cooking down that road. And God has been too good for you to be holding back and cheating him. You give to God. That's the way out. That's, the, that's called tithe. Tithe. A dime out of a dollar. But not even the 90% ought to be under his authority so you can maximize the 90% because even the 90% don't belong to you. Without energy and strength and to be able to wake up, you couldn't even use the 90%. He said, give me 10, you want to keep the 90 and the 10, and then say, bless me. Now, what's your thought? Isn't that confusing? So give to God, that's tithe. Pay yourself, that's savings. Pay yourself. Before you pay pennies and all these other folk, you ought not be paying all these crazy folk anyway. All these folk you paying. Pay yourself. Say, I I must pay pay my Sell. Why is it you're going to pay everybody else and don't pay yourself? I can't say. Yes, you can say. You just told yourself you can't do it. You can start with $5, then $10, then $20, then $30. Pay yours. You say, why pay yourself? There are unexpectedcies. The thing's going to come. You ought not be charging every time a crisis comes. Pay yourself. Rainy days will come. Your tire will blow out. Plumbing will break. Car will break down. Taxes will be unexpected. And I don't have to keep going on and on. Pay your, you don't have to get a loan every time a crisis comes. And then when you, listen, when, it's savings mean what? Save. It is not put it up and then next week you take a pinch off for pizza. That is, that's not an emergency. Leave it alone. It can't grow with you pinching on it. 
I did what I could. Folks see where you are, but they don't know where you've been. I had a good work ethic. The key to success is you got to get up. Cut off that television and go to work. If you don't work, you don't eat. What you got to eat? Did you work? You teach your children how to work too. Let them earn their allowance. Lose privileges when they don't do. And stop giving in, and they know you go give in. Let them know you mean what you say, and there are consequences to your decision. Oh, God help me with this. I'm trying to help you have a Merry Christmas. Save, okay? Give 10%, pay yourself, and then pay your bills. That's commitment. Pay your bills. That's commitment. Anything that you legally sign for, you need to take responsibility for and pay off. So, so you sign on that line, and if you sign on that line, you are making a commitment. It is better to make a vow than to make one and not keep it. You sign on that dotted line, you owe. And your integrity and your reputation is on the line. You pay what you owe. You say, I can't pay, go make arrangements. They appreciate you. Number, uh, so, no, okay, number two. Number three, I'm talking about numbers again. Okay, have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Have, you said, somebody said, whoo, I heard that. Have an emergency fund of three to six months of what? Expenses. Have an emergency fund. You say, what, three months? Yeah. You may be laid off. Some of y'all might get pregnant. And your wife got to stop working and you're dependent on both incomes and you can't survive. You, that means you got to stop living from paycheck to paycheck. That's not going to cut it. This church is not going to stop running if we were snowed out this Sunday. We don't shut down. This church was snowed up, snowed under for the next three months. We could, this church would still make it. We can live off of, off of reserve. This church wouldn't, this church is not going to be in bankruptcy. Thank God. We can hang because some snow days are coming. That's going to go under because nobody got here. We live from Sunday to Sunday. And I got to call y'all and say, bring them tithes up here. <laughs> Emailing everybody. <laughs> you know why? Because we execute biblical principles. And that's the way you need to do. You need, you need to have, if you had, if you with a whole month, two months, three months, and nothing came in, you ought to be able to make it, your children ought to be able to eat, and you ought to not be worrying what you, how you're going to survive. And if you're not there, good. Here's what you do. Realize you're not there. God has got your attention through this message and start making preparations to get there now. To get there now. You know what? Listen, with with all this terrorism and all this stuff going, we one bomb away. Nobody can get out. Just one, something, something can happen anywhere. Everything's shut down. 
What you going to do? Oh, God help me. Have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Number four, you, here's how you have a Merry Christmas. You and your spouse must set an agreed upon spending limit, limit not to be exceeded without consulting each other. Now, that's huge. You and your spouse must have a what? Set, you must set an agreed upon spending limit not to be exceeded without consulting each other. Now, some of y'all is $300. Some of y'all is $500. Some of y'all don't even have an agreed upon limit. limit. That's why you're fighting. You haven't agreed upon anything. You don't even talk about it. And so when your wife go out and say, honey, I just, I, I, I redecor- redecorated the home and he's passing out with a heart attack. But y'all didn't talk and say, you know what? When, when the amount is above, gets to this, we got to talk and be in agreement. Now, some of y'all, it can't be 300. Some of y'all can't be 200. Some of y'all, it needs to be 50. $50. Because you subject to get out of control any moment. So your greed upon limit is 50 bucks. And the more responsible you are, the higher the limit can go. Let me go on. Number five, the way out of debt, make a budget and stick with it. Some of y'all don't know what a budget is. I wish I had one up here now. I would say, this is a budget. You say budget, say budget. Or right, let's get nice with it. I, I, sometimes budget gets too, um, too uh, cooperative or whatever. Spending plan. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that nice? A spending plan. That's right. That's good. That's even better than budget. A spending plan. So, so make, a, make a spending plan and stick to it. You must know what is going out and what is coming in. Some of y'all don't know what's going out. That's why you broke. You don't know what's coming in. I must. Borrow no more. Woo-wee. No I know you get some, lock, some, some lumps in your throat. I must borrow no more. Listen, if you refuse to borrow, you can't get any further in debt. Just think about it. If you just stop in your tracks right now, you can't do any worse. You can't. Borrow no more. That's what got you in trouble. If you refuse to borrow, you can't get any further in debt. If you're drowning in debt, you may have to get an extra job to catch up. Go on and sweat for six months, throw some newspaper, sell some pieces, do whatever you got to do. If you got to do it, go on and do it. Uh, and you can get, and also you can get, uh, we have a, we have a, Financial empowerment ministry. It'll crank back up next year. And, you, and they show you how to plan budgets. And we've had Dave Ramp. We've had all kind of stuff here last year. Some of y'all didn't go to one thing. And these things are to help you stay out. Another thing we must consider, the way out of debt, say no to credit cards or have no more than one, which will be paid off when the bill comes due. You're going to have one. If you just got to have one, you better pay that baby off come due date. 
You can't pay it off by due date, you don't need it. Some of y'all got five and six, eight, ten. Why so many? Who are you trying to impress in your mess? Who are you trying to impress in your mess? I personally believe that it is better to use a debit card than a credit card because when you use a debit card, the money comes directly out of your account, account rather, than coming, rather than coming from your credit card for you to pay back with interest. Y'all saying all right, but ain't nobody saying amen. Y'all said, all right. <laughs> I know what that means. So actually, repeat after me. Debit is better than credit. Credit card interest, all that stuff. I'm not, I am not going to stand up here and say, if you have a credit card, you have sinned against God. I'm not going to be a legalist. I'm not going to say. But some of y'all got such problems that it is a sin if you do have one. You see, so with a credit card, you're spending money you hope to have, which may not be there. The message of credit, listen to this. The message of credit is enjoy now and pay later. The problem with this is the credit card companies get richer while you get poorer and enslaved to debt. Nobody's getting, they get rich, you broke. Billion dollar industry. Why not pay now? so you can enjoy now. Uh-huh. Pay, uh-oh. Pay now while you can enjoy now. Also, beware of getting credit cards for airline frequent flyer mileage. Many of you are flying free while broke. <laughs> Many are flying free while incurring more debt to your own demise. Yeah, you flew from here to California free, but you, you incurred $3,000 a debt. You got to pay. You might as well have stayed home. Or gone to the river. Walk. I got to hold on. I passed out a lot of stuff, but we're here today by the grace of God. A lot of folks see where you are, but they don't know where you've been. And it's been a journey of sacrifice and trusting God when we couldn't see a thing. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.